getting to graps with. Oh, Aiden. Yo. We're going to have to talk about it, aren't we? Um, what? what? The, the biggest thing that happened in wrestling last week, or the biggest disappointment that's happened oh. in wrestling so far okay. this year. Let's just get okay. it over with. Let's just close our eyes, discuss it for like two minutes, because it's been done to death. Go. Uh, which one are you talking about? Wait, there was more than one disappointment this week. Uh, I'm trying to think. You're talking about the ring, aren't you? The exploding ring. Oh, yeah. Um, I'll be completely honest, and I don't want to be that guy, but I honestly wasn't expecting much when I saw that it was taking place in the same venue. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. I mean, like with crowds. Yeah, I was oh. like, they've got a crowd. They're in the building they're normally in. They're not going to do like a monster explosion because there are fans there, and they had the rest. So when it did go off as a dud, I was like, I kind of liked it. If they didn't have the sparklers, uh, I would have liked it a lot more. But I think the sparklers and that gave the... I don't know. They're handling it well, though. Oh, yeah, they've, they've done the best they can to to remedy it. But, um, yeah, it but just seems it, like the perfect opportunity to not do it in the arena. I mean, you didn't have to do a cinematic match, can you? but you could have been like, oh, we're going to a special location because we don't yeah. want to endanger fans. There have been some great uh, videos on Twitter of it. I can't wait to see it off like, <laughs> the AEW network when they, I don't know, put in the explosion from Independence Day over it instead. Oh, do you, did you ever watch uh, Wrestling Society X? Did I? Uh, let me just it quickly... was very similar to Reach Underground, but... Um... What they used to do, they used to have like ridiculous matches like piranha matches and electrocution matches and oh. exploding matches and stuff. And they would literally, yeah, they would uh, completely do special effects over the top. And okay. um, it didn't actually look that bad. Well, it looks better than AEW's would. So uh, <laughs> that would be a good way to wreck on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but then they've also said that the ring, you know, John Box is was... what the fuck was that? That's a terrible explosion. Oh, impact must have paid paid for the explosion so i i did like that yeah they've handled it well but um yeah uh i was i wasn't one of those people who expected i don't know them to be covered in ash by the end of it uh, I, yeah, I had no idea what they were going to do but um they built it up so much and the pay, like i remember thinking like i watched the pretty much the pay-per-view in its entirety which is a rarity mm -hmm. for me nowadays and nice. i remember thinking to myself wow AEW makes me love wrestling again. <laughs> AEW is great. This has been a great pay-per-view. All the matches have been good and well-paced. Yep. And just to throw it away in like the last 30 seconds. And now nobody's going to remember anything else really from the pay-per-view except the last Yeah, shame. it is a shame that that's what people are going to take away from it because it's actually done really well. I think it's, they said... It's the best-selling wrestling pay-per-view since like 1999. That wasn't yeah. yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's drawn in a lot of people. It's just yeah, and you know that next time they they do one because they're gonna want to do a proper one now to make up for it, aren't they? In like three years' time, and you know it's just gonna be, uh, yeah. I don't know, but that's but, yeah, that's the thing that happened, and yeah. it will be talked about for like couple weeks and then everyone's going to forget about it i think i hope so <laughs> cool 
right, well, we've got that out of the way, we've got our system, fine, great. I'm like, I, you know what I love about this podcast is that we don't review like Raw and SmackDown and all the yeah. other boring stuff that everybody else has probably talked about a million times this week. So, um, same. Yeah. Same. Let's, let's uh, move on to our actual topic this week. Well, should we do the usual, like, what have you been watching things apart from like a whole pay per view? Have you done much? Um, this week, uh, I watched, oh, I finished watching uh, WandaVision. Oh, yeah. Um, did you see any of that? No, I don't have Disney Plus. <laughs> uh, I, I, Disney I, I saw like a trailer, I think, and I was like, I have no clue what this is about. No, neither did I. I went in completely blind. Is it good? Because I haven't yeah. heard anyone say it was good or bad. Everyone's just kind of like, you know, it's there. Um, yeah, it took a while to get going because um, I don't know. You've seen the trailer, the whole shtick is like, oh, they're stuck in a stereotypical uh, sitcom from the mm-hmm. '60s, and then it gradually like goes through each decades of sitcom and shot in that style. And for like the first entire episode, like, who like oh. after ten minutes, you're like, yeah, we. I get it. They're, they're stuck in a sitcom, and it yeah. actually plays out for like a like a proper sitcom for like twenty minutes, and you just can't. Has it got a laugh track? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I must say it does. Okay. Um, but um, yeah, it, after the first like one and a half episode, it does pick up pace and very enjoyable, honestly. Um, okay. Yeah, I mean, if you're going in there expecting like. I don't know, MC like the best of the MCU level entertainment, you're probably gonna be disappointed. But um it's only a short season, like the episodes are short. And okay. um oh life hack that I've found recently. Um I don't know if you do this. If you depending on how much you're enjoying something, yeah. Uh you can up the play speed of a video to like 1.2 or 1.3. <laughs> and it cuts out like you spend like way less watching a uh a movie or um, TV show, and I, um, I did do that once for something I can't remember what, but yes, uh, yeah, that's strange. Because sometimes you like you're you don't want to give up on a TV show. You're you're not super into it, but you are kind of enjoying it. But mm-hmm. you know, it takes up too much time. You know, if you can cut down those extra like five ten minutes of watching a TV oh, show yeah. or, or a movie, um, that should be awesome, and it doesn't take away from anything if you're only upping speed by like 1.2 or 1.3 okay times the speed so uh yeah i'd recommend that uh what else have i watched this week i watched a movie uh oh 13 samurai is that the um no sorry seven samurai which one no wait 13 samurai is the keanu reeves one isn't it yeah, Seven Samurai from the 1950s. I get mixed up oh, with um, so. 13 Assassins. Yeah, it inspired uh, the Magnif- Magnificent Seven, which is basically yeah. the Western version. Yeah. I do like that film. I, I like Kurosawa's films. Uh, I've got a box set of his stuff. Great. Yeah, oh, yeah. absolutely um, loved it. A lot. I think the vast majority of like the popular westerns were adaptations of Kurosawa's samurai films. Yeah. They're like Yo Jimbo is the I watched Yo Jimbo the week the week before and that was freaking awesome as well. Yeah, yeah. Um 
Oh, what's his? He does. Um, is it Throne of Blood? I haven't heard of that one. Could be. Uh, let me just have. Uh, I'm on his Wikipedia now, trying to go through his. Because he either did like samurai films or like gangster films. They're like uh, creative works. Here we go. Yes, Throne of Blood. Uh, that's a really good one. And there's a scene where there are arrows flying at this dude while he's against a wall, and they use actual arrows. He's <laughs> um, got a huge uh, filmography. Yeah. 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 Um, Hidden Fortress is what inspired Star Wars. Ooh. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, and it's, what, which one do you think I should? Which one would you recommend? I watch um, I, they're all good, to be honest. Whichever one you feel like appeals to you most, I'd say read like the brief plot synopsis. Like Hidden Fortress is pretty much, you know, Star Wars. It's about two people who has to escort a man and a woman across uh, enemy lines. And there's a giant uh, death station that's gonna <laughs> blow up. <laughs> Yeah, um, but like you can watch it and you're like, oh, these two peasants are clearly C-3PO and R2-D2 and this is clearly Luke Skywalker and that's Prince. It's really strange, but um, oh. yeah, they're really good. Like they hold up well for like 50s black and white samurai films. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much it for me. I've been watching and uh, wrestling wise, as I say, the AEW pay-per-view, which was excellent in my eyes until the last 30 seconds. Uh, yeah. Also, I really loved the cinematic match they did. Probably the best cinematic match I've ever seen. Did um, you see Shaquille O'Neal's match? Uh, that was the, that the week before. Uh, yeah, I did. Another really good celebrity match. Mm. Um, you can pretty much put any celebrity in a match and pull it off um, if you're careful. And they did really well with that. If you're Cody Rhodes, you can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So how about you? Uh, I went through a big string of watching like 90s action films. So I watched the whole Matrix trilogy because I'd never seen it all the way through. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, oh. it's there. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It was okay. I didn't regret watching it. Um, Should have watched it on 1.5 speed or 1.4 speed. <laughs> I did at one point just realize I'm just watching nothing at one, but Monica Belushi. Oh, that yeah, saved she's the, film. In the second one. Yeah. She's in the second and the third. And I was like, ah, oh, ah, oh, my heart. So that was worth it. Um, I watched, uh, what else? I watched the whole Blades trilogy. Oh, love Blade Which, 1 and 2. Uh, I didn't see the third because apparently it's awful and I don't want to ruin it for myself. But... Yeah, it's not like horrible but it is like why are these like there's just a lot of unnecessary triple h is in it <laughs> uh there's a lot of just unnecessary characters and why is this and yeah but blade one and two are so fantastic and wesley snipes is like such a good actor and uh like people forget that that is what kick-started like people say iron man kick-started the marvel cinematic universe but blade is actually kind yeah. of what did it it was blade because... and then x-men i think yeah, because at the time, superhero movies were, like, doing dreadful business. But Blade was the first one to be like, no, 
you know people are still interested you just have to make it good yeah and that was 18 rated as well so the fact that it did so well it's even more impressive oh yeah yeah um and then i watched air force one oh another great one with uh old harrison ford yeah it was a bit too you know um america for me towards the end yeah. but it, it's it's like die hard on a plane it's fun it's dumb fun yeah. um yeah apart from that wrestling wise new japan cups underway that's been fun and yeah that's very really anybody we know uh, uh okan just uh, spoilers okan has just been eliminated oh he had his hair tied to a barricade and had to cut it off to get back into the ring before the 20 count. That's awesome. I've never yeah. had it. Um, but he had an awesome match with Naito. Um, yeah, that's very wrestling-wise. But we do, like you say, we do have a topic and we do have notes for once. Yeah. <laughs> I sometimes put some effort in, like, the last 15 minutes before we start this, this podcast. Yeah. Um, uh, do you want to tell everybody what our uh, topic is this week? I don't know how I came thought about it, um, but yeah, it's wrestling and music mm. because the two do go hand in hand so well. You do. I, I honestly don't know what made me think about it. Oh no, I do know. Um, I was talking to a mate, and they mentioned I think it was Volume Four, the album, and I was like, I do still have two WWE albums that I got when I was like a teenager. Um, but yeah, so where did you want to start with this topic then? Um, we could start at the very beginning. Um, actually, let's, let's go with, um, yeah, the first wrestling music CD that will make you feel old that you bought, yeah. which I assume is... Uh, Volume four, which would be slap bang in the middle of the attitude era. Was that yours? Was it? I don't think I actually, no, that's not true. Uh, I did own one wrestling CD, can't remember what it was. It was the one with the dude on the front where he looks like he's been shot. Mm. <laughs> uh, let me aggression, was... I want to say. Uh, ruthless. Th- uh, oh mm-hmm. yes, yes. It's like the glass that's shot. Yeah. No, it wasn't that one. I just no. looked. No, it was the one after that. What would name next? <laughs> Good preparation here, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Aggression two. Okay. As uh, no, it was WWE. Uh, the music theme addict. Apparently, it was called. Oh, I didn't realize that. Volume six. Okay. What was on that then? And that had stuff like... Uh, oh, yeah, the one that looks like the dude's getting dragged to, like... <laughs> it's awful. Um, I have no idea. It had, like, uh, Evolution's theme, uh, the Smackdown Rise Up theme. Um, oh, this Christian's was, like, 2004. Theme. Yeah. Um, That's quite late one. I think it's the only yeah. CD I ever owned. Um, oh, wow. Hi, dude. Hi, right. Hi. Is it Paul Heyman who did the lyrics? That sounds like Paul Heyman. Yeah, sounds like it. Um, so yeah, but your first one was number five. No, I actually my first one was Forcible Entry. 
think. that was an absolute banger. But yeah, my mate had that. Um, yeah. When we were, we were quote unquote, um, background, uh, background, backyard wrestling, um, we would use that to play our, our entrance for themes. Yeah, so that was, if anyone doesn't know, it was a basically a cover album. So they just asked a bunch of bands to cover wrestlers' existing music. Yeah. Um, so my, I think it was like one Christmas I got three albums and that was one of them. So you had like, it was Kid Rock doing Stacey Keebler's theme and Drowning Pool covered, I think, Chris Benoit's and Cree did one and Disturbed did. All Disturbed did uh, Steve Austin's. And yeah. that one, in my opinion, remains uh, one of the best themes of all time and definitely it, my favourite Steve Austin version. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was wrong, actually. It was Our Lady Peace that did um, Benoit's theme. Benoit's but, theme. yeah, that was a great CD. So I got that at the same time as I got... There was an album called The Music of Tough Enough which wasn't really a wrestling album. It was just, you know, a hard rock metal soundtrack for the TV show. Yeah. And then uh, the same Christmas I got, I think it was Anthology. It was like a three disc set and it had the music of the, the Hulk Hogan era, the Attitude era, and then the mid 2000s era. And so that like was... Ruthless Aggression. Oh, it was so good. Oh, it had the DX, the like any decent theme you wanted was on it. And it, I'm pretty sure like seven of the tracks in the album were Undertaker songs because <laughs> <laughs> he had so many. But like he had his original, his Attitude Era, the Ministry of Darkness one. Uh, you've done it now. You've done it now without lyrics. Oh, uh, God. Dead Man awful. Walking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it just had like the most random stuff. And yeah, I. When fun fact about forcible entry, when I first started training with Rev Pro, uh, that used to be on the the quote unquote sound system of the uh, training area. So that's what we used to train to. Was on continuous entry. loop. That's awesome. Yeah, pretty that much hyped me up massively. Yeah, yeah. Um, There's some really good songs on that, and they had um, Matt Hardy's theme on there today. Yes, uh, his like ver- his version one. Yep. Theme, yeah. Uh huh. Snap a tornado. Uh, Rifle right C. So yeah, that's a great album. Great album. Uh, I've got the Wikipedia thing here. Uh, oh, it had the Turn the Tables. Yeah. Did it have Matt Hardy's thing? Oh, yeah. Ride of Your Life. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Live for the Moment. That was it. Uh, yeah, that was a great album. Um, but yeah, so the first wrestling song I remember hearing, probably because it was like one of the first wrestlers I ever saw, was Kane. Oh, and that's a standout tune. It's always been, he's always had that. He's pretty much kept the same ish theme throughout his entire career. Uh, Unless you yes. count the um, Finger 11 version, but even the Finger 11 still has that twang. Yeah. At the start. It's the same riff, yeah. Yeah. Um, when I first watched it, it was the one where the, the music would play for a bit, then it'd go quiet, then the explosion and that. Ah, and the cool. explosion would always give Jim Ross a heart attack. Yeah. I remember when uh, they moved the uh, announcer's desk up onto like the brawl stage. It was mm-hmm. so funny when any pyro go off. You'd hear like, like sometimes it, like the, the pyro would go off before the music. 
<laughs> bang, you just hear Jim Ross go, oh, God damn it. Yeah. Probably took yeah. some years off his life. Just, just <laughs> the shock of the virus. I know it'd do it to me, like just the anticipation. But um, yeah. yeah, I just remember that because that was like, like music plays like a super important part in just establishing the character, especially Kane's music like that establishes who he is before he even gets in the ring. Yeah, it sounds like a monster serial killer. Something's yeah. coming to get you. Theme. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Thank you, Jim Johnson. It, it also works as a when he's a baby face because it's it sounds like a badass monster theme oh, as yeah, well. Yeah, especially so like Tara. Yeah. Yeah, so it can work as both scary or badass, which is hard to do. Um, but yeah, it was Jim Johnson, wasn't it, for like... Well, he's the granddaddy of pretty much every wrestling uh, theme ever. I mean, well, he must have made hundreds, hundreds of wrestlers' themes over the years. Yeah, when did he start? I think it was like 80-something, wasn't it? Must be, yeah. I remember he... <sighs> he did Vader's, so that's got to be... Early 90s. Um, His first album was the wrestling album from 1985. There you go. Fun fact, uh, one of the first wrestling albums to come out in the UK was, was it WrestleMania the album? Oh, which produced, was produced by, by uh, yeah. Simon Cowell. Yep. So Simon Cowell owes his success to wrestling. I'm sorry, wrestling. <laughs> I feel like wrestling needs to apologize to the world for giving Simon Cowell success. So yeah. I'm sorry, world, on behalf of wrestling. Um, but yeah, which uh, I th we're going to come to this later, aren't we, about like modern wrestling music yeah. and why it's not as memorable, um, which I read a study about music and why people find certain songs from certain times more appealing and it was basically when you're a teenager you know you're going through many significant uh, moments in your life mm -hmm. and obviously the music you're listening to becomes a soundtrack for those experiences so the reason you like certain albums from when you're a teenager is because you listen to them as these significant events were happening so obviously when you get older you look back on them with fondness so that's why the, like the wrestling things we listen to now are from our teenage years because those are our informative years. So if we were teenagers now, we would find the wrestling music of now to be more appealing probably. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you kind of like find your favorite bands, surely most people do in their, in their teenagehood or late teens, early teens, and they're like, yeah. oh, only music was as good as it was back then. Yeah. So uh, I guess what I'm trying to say is I don't think wrestling music now is worse than it was maybe uh, objectively. But the reason that I don't look at wrestling music fondly now is probably just for that reason. But there is some good wrestling themes going on now. Oh, yeah. There's some absolute bangers now. Yeah. Um, but like I think a lot of people complain about, is it CFOS? I don't know how they pronounce their name. Dollar sign C F capital O S. Yeah, like Smiley. people say that they make bad music, but I think it's purely for that reason. It's just it's not nostalgic to them. Yeah, done and themes. you've got to realize they've probably well, they've made ninety percent of the roster's themes, so 
you can't expect all of them to be bangers. They do a lot of work, you know. Yeah. Um, and Jim Johnson's, you know, made some pretty generic sounding themes as well. Well, like how many themes sound like Chris Benoit's theme? Like Ravens? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like if you asked me to hum Raven's theme, I wouldn't be able to. I would just simply hum Chris Benoit's theme. I would just make crow noises. Yeah. Um, yeah. What was your first wrestling theme that caught your attention? I think it probably Kane's as well. Actually, say it stands out. Uh, either Kane or Undertaker's. I think. Oh yeah. Uh, which theme was it when you first started watching? Um. I think it would be his like corporate ministry ish. Oh really? Yeah. That was a good one. Yeah, that was good. Um, For me, I started watching when he came out to Roland. Oh yeah. Me being the white boy that I am, I I was listening to Limbiscuit a lot then, so I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, yeah, it was the same. It hyped me up. I loved it. Oh. Yeah. Looking back, it kind of seems cheesy now, but man, yeah. Like, um, and that leads me on to my other thing. Like, um, have you ever seen a good live performance of <laughs> a wrestling theme? Because I struggle to think of anything, like any band that's played a wrestler to the ring live that's actually Talk been good. personality from that WrestleMania 28 or 29, whichever one it was. It's like, oh, I can't remember that. Um, it was I remember uh, being awful, CM Punk versus yeah. Undertaker. Uh, it was good. Um, but yeah, it is the it's hard because you have to like miking a band is completely different to like anything. NXT tend to get them okay. I remember Code Orange were good. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point actually. Yeah, NXT have done some. Uh... I remember when I was going to see Takeover London, and everyone around the building when we were queuing up was like who's going to be the live band and like people were like oh i saw lemmy walk into the building so we're getting <laughs> and i was like what and then during the show like no live performance so that was funny but i kind of was like remember when they did it was a WrestleMania 17 and he didn't know the lyrics so you just kept saying the yeah. game i am the game i am the game I am the game. I am the game. I love it. It's your own song. (laughs) Yeah, that was great. Um, Apparently, the rumor was that Lemmy absolutely hated doing wrestling themes. Although he made three of them, he made Triple H's what? Was it two? Or maybe he's made. He did King 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 of of Kings, Kings, the game. Obviously, the game. And Evolution. There wasn't another trick. Um. No, that's it. That's it. Yeah. But still, you make three of them. You know, you're... how can you yeah. complain? Um, I used to get annoyed when people at um at shows would like shout at him, "Play the game, play the game." <laughs> <laughs> never, oh, they never played that live. Yeah. Uh, Almost ahead. Oh, we did line in the sand as well. Oh, where is it? That, that's evolution. Oh, is that uh, yeah. okay? Yeah, and they're all those are all great themes as well. Like, mm-hmm. So um, I don't know why he was so annoyed by it. But... Uh, I don't know. Probably got his reason. Um, yeah, I think the first one I remember seeing was 
Survivor Series 2002 when they're coming out in Madison Square Garden and it cuts to, I think, is it New Mud? Yeah, <laughs> Chris Jericho's theme, Oof. King of the World, when he changed it to that for like yeah. one pay-per-view. Um, yeah, yeah, that was weird. Um, they tend to be quite bad, but apparently, from what I've heard, like people who are at the venue are always like, oh, no, I'm glad they have the live performances because it, you know, breaks it up from all the non-stop wrestling. Yeah, um, but again, at home, you know, you're just in the mood to watch the next match. So, uh, yeah, can you think of any standout performances? Um, off the top of my head. Okay, hold, hold on, I need a pee break. But as I go for a pee, I will try and think of some. Okay, Dave. Yo. Okay, uh, I thought of one. Or a few. Um, and they're actually not bands per se. But um, I don't know if you remember uh, Drew McIntyre got played to the ring. I think he's had it done a few times where he's got like a live um, bagpipe band, I guess you would call okay. it. Okay. March into the ring. Um, that's cool. And uh, Sting's WrestleMania entrance, uh, I don't even remember, with the drums. Oh, yes, the Tycho drums, yeah. Tycho drums, yeah, that was epic sounding. And uh, yeah. also Nakamura had like a live strings kind of band, I guess you call it. Oh, yes, um, yeah. He said quite a few, didn't he? Because he yeah. had that one. Yeah, was it Nita Strauss, the guitarist, Nita, playing yeah. into the ring that one yeah, time? Yeah, yeah, it could be. Yeah. So uh, not so much like bands per se, but like musicians. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. They do a good job. Yeah, I remember. Uh, yeah. Yeah, NXT tended to have the better ones, didn't they? Yeah, I don't know if it's because it's a smaller venue and it's easier to set up the acoustics. I don't know. Just, uh, possibly, yeah. And I feel like uh, Triple H is a big metalhead so he wants it to sound good as well yeah that's very true he loves it um, as opposed to just ah, just get the band on and no one really cares um so yeah. your favorite entrance theme of all time go on hit me with it that was going to be my next question as well actually because it's hard to pick just one yeah that's just uh, well, come on, but like thousands if i'm at a show and i want to hear it it's a uh, minora suzuki's theme Ooh. which is the greatest theme to be in the venue for. Like every time it starts at York Hall, you can feel people buzzing to sing along. Uh, I don't know if you've heard it. No, I've never heard it. It's got like a, a quiet, slow build. Then the theme starts and the singer kicks in. And then as the first verse ends, she yells out this phrase and everyone in the building always yells it along with her. Yeah, just the best. And like every when it was Royal Quest, he main evented, and you had like the seven thousand people all yelling it at the same time. Oh, that sounds incredible. Yeah, it was. It was like, um, yeah, Minoru Suzuki sort of stopped when he got in the ring and was like, "Oh wow, that's way louder than normal." (laughs) (laughs) Um, I love that Jushin Thunder Liger's theme is just catchy as hell. It's like nineties. Superhero pop, I guess. Yeah, I was gonna say almost like Power Rangerish music. Yeah, it suits him. Yeah, brilliant. Um, who else is really good? Music? Uh, Nakamura's one was pretty damn good. 
Gangrel. Oh, yeah, beautiful. Uh, I think he was my favorite when I was a kid. Which one did I listen to the most? Um, what about you? Uh, I'm just going to my Spotify because <laughs> I've got a playlist that is all essentially wrestling themes. Um, okay. Yeah, uh, Triple H is the game, of course, is an absolute banger. Um, that, as I said before, disturbs cover of Steve Austin's theme. Yes. Absolutely brilliant. Um, I liked um, the remix of Rob Zombie's Never Gonna Stop for Edge. Oh, Metalingus. Yeah. Oh, it's like, uh, was that a song before they gave it to Edge? Yeah. Well, now yeah. I just, yeah, I just associate that with Edge now. Like. Um, oh, fucking Killswitch Engage for CM Punk. Oh, this fire. Yep. That's on my, yeah, on my playlist as well. Yeah, I fucking love it. And cult personality. I prefer this fire burns because I was a massive Killswitch fan. Then I heard it and I was like, yes. Did you uh, see the one time it was used for Randy Orton? Yeah. Yeah. And he comes out and he's walking glacial pace. And it's like, yeah, this really suits him. Mm. Um, I'm trying to think of any non-WWE themes that are... Absolute bangers. I mean, there's a lot of ECW themes that were amazing. Oh. It's like amazing songs, but they're just like Pantera's Walk. Yeah, Pantera's Walk, Sandman, Anti <laughs> Sandman. Oh, <sorry. laughs> uh, the Dudley Boys theme is pretty good as well. Yeah. Uh, who's got good in AEW? Uh, I like Cody Rhodes' theme. People complain about that, but I like Cody Rhodes' theme. Oh, it's very uh, self indulgent, but oh my goodness, it's amazing. Uh, Battle yeah. Cry by Kenny Omega. It's freaking incredible. Uh, Judas. Judas, of course, sung by uh, Chris Jericho. And uh, The Butcher and the Blade. Absolute oh, yes. banger because the uh, Butcher, of course, is the lead guitarist of Remind Me. I want to say As I Lay Dying. Yes, it is. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Say that. Yeah. Um... Uh, Lucha Brothers got a great theme. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sean um, Spears. Uh, Sean Spears has an incredible theme. Yeah. Absolutely incredible theme. Uh, always gets me pumped. Oh, Eddie Kingston is probably my favorite theme currently. Oh, the yeah. World. Oh, it's so good. It's so, it suits him so well. <laughs> Traffic Inverse on the Indie as I can read. Oh, um, Dan Maloney. Has a great one. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a metal cover of, I think, Dizzy Rascal's Pow. Awesome. It's, I heard it. It's on, it's, it's on YouTube. YouTube I'll check You'd have to, yeah. Uh, let me see if I can find this. But uh, Yes. It, it, oh, sorry. Lethal Bizzle cover. Hmm. By a guy called Timothy James. It's just POW. If you put POW metal cover, it's there and it's ah, oh, it's so good. Um I'm trying to think guys on Rev Pro that had really good themes. Because there are some, I just can't think of them off the top of my head. Um Oh Mad Kirk, come on. <laughs> I don't want to give him that compliment because he wouldn't he just yeah, that is a good one though. It's an annoyingly good one. Dirty Dave. 
mm-hmm. which is uh, essentially just a cover of um, Park Life. Park Life, but with dirty. <laughs> Uh, it's great though. Really oh, Tetsuya Naito. He has a great theme. Never it's like it. electronic. Um, a lot of the New Japan guys have themes that really suit them. Uh, which I think was going to be one of the topics was what makes a good wrestling theme. What does make a good wrestling theme, Aiden? It oh, needs really, to it's pretty fit. straightforward. Yeah, it's yeah, it needs to fit the character. Yeah. Like I, if I could, I would come out to BFG from the Doom soundtrack, but I'm not that character. Because that is a, I don't know if you know the song. Uh, which one, BFG um, Division? Yes, yeah. There, there's Us. a few absolute banging Doom songs, but um... yeah. But it's like you know, if I came out to BFG Division, no one's gonna buy that, are they? Because you know, that's the kind of song that uh, I don't know who would come out to that. Me, because I, I strongly considered coming out to I, um, yeah, to music. like ah. Um, yeah, it needs to fit because there's like lots of songs that I'd like. What do you what did you come out to the last time you had a choice (laughs) and what you came out to? I've never come out to my own music that I wanted. You've never come out to no, every time it's been like, oh, this song, like uh, I came out one time and it was, um, oh, what's his name? Is it Killian Dane in WWE? Is that his name? Yeah. I came out to his theme one time because they were like, this could work. And then they were like, oh, no, we'll try this song. Oh, we'll try this song. And then when it was me and Will as the Weasels, we came out to Sex Pistols because, you know, I don't I know why. And then when I had my singles match with Dan McGee, I came with a song, uh, which was like a, I, I, I call it douche rock, <laughs> which I think would have suited my character. But they were like, no, we've got this. Oh, where, did, where did you find your douche rock song? Was it like a non-royalty song, or I think I went on Spotify and typed douche rock, <laughs> <laughs> and there was a song called "Born This Way," which is like this dude just singing about oh, how he's great because he was made that way and things. I was like, oh, that's douchey as hell. I'll use that. Um, yeah, but then I I went to Andy and I was like, this song, and he went, now I've got this song for you. And obviously, I, if you come out to a song you've never heard, it's hard to make an entrance. Yeah, he did that to me as well. And I, yeah, I so. never heard it. He didn't even let like, us do it before you played it. He was just like, no, I've got something for you. It's going to be great. And I actually really liked it. And I have no yeah. idea uh, if anybody's listening who knows what music they gave me in my match against Belov. Um, please let me know because it's <laughs> quite a banger, but I can't. I, I have no idea. How to find it and because there's no lyrics i can't really google it so oh you can't spotify it that's uh, not spotify shazam um does that actually work yeah i've done that with wrestling themes oh, okay maybe i'll give that a try yeah that's only if be... it's like on a digital store place though I yeah think. i think this might be too obscure uh royalty free music but it might work i'll give it a try yeah um yeah so i've never actually come out to music which i've wanted what was my i've had songs in the past but i change it every now and then but i've never actually had a wrestling theme but i think when you're a kid everyone sort of has like a theme where they're like i'd come out to this yeah absolutely um what was yours um well the last one i came out to where i had a choice of what i came out to um this wouldn't have been my 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 
first choice as a kid, but I came out to Back in Black because oh, yeah. it was a small um, small venue with obviously mm -hmm. families. I thought, oh, there's going to be mums and dads and there's <laughs> going to be kids. So yeah. I'm thinking if I come out to Back in Black, but back in black, back in black, the dads and maybe the mums are going to know that. It's ACDC, it's quite old, but also <laughs> it's used in Iron Man, so the kids yeah. are going to recognize it as well. So, and it has the word black in it, so boom. I was like, ah, perfect, that'll, that'll get cheap pop and uh, got a bit of a cheap pop, and it's a bit of a clap along song too, as well. Yeah, everybody can stomp their foot to it. So, um, yeah, it was kind of, I was kind of going for a cheap pop, and I did get a little bit of a cheap pop. <laughs> um, but it wouldn't have been my my like first choice. I don't really think it suits my character that much. Um, uh, yeah, that'd be more of like a southern wrestler style, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, but if I was going to go with um, a song that I would actually want to like come out to, probably be Guardians of Asgard by Amon Amorth. I think. Oh, I'm on Earth, yeah. Yeah. Or nice. the um, Five Finger Death Punch cover of Mama Said Knock You Out. Because uh, oh, both yeah. those themes just scream, oh my God, this guy's going to kill you. Run. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of like, I want to get across my character. Um, or any of, like, as I say, the Doom BFG division, something that's rip and tear. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, rip and tear's fucking great. Mm. I think we did a entrance theme seminar and one of the songs on the playlist they had for that was rip and tear i don't know if you were there for that way no it sounds amazing we, it, yeah it was um dean ass and um he would put on songs and we'd have to like rehearse our entrance awesome and uh yeah you basically just stand outside the school you'd play the song really loud and then you'd make your entrance in front of everyone. It was kind of yeah. embarrassing because it's like... But it sounds yeah, silly, get... but it's something like you don't ever get a chance to, you know, practice ever, really. Yeah, but it's like, let's get pumped up not to, not to wrestle. <laughs> oh, I, felt I don't know about you, but like, um, coming out, like, it's just something you don't practice, so, except in your head. So yeah. when you do come out, you kind of like, what do I do with my hands? Am I walking the right way? Am I in mm -hmm. time with the music? Do I come out too early? Do I come out a bit too late? Yeah, yeah. Um, there's that stereotype of the young indie wrestler who has like the theme that they're really hyped to come out to, and they're like, like they've got like the intro play like 30 seconds before they come out, and it's really kind of self-indulgent. Uh, don't be that guy. <laughs> oh, they always come out and they this. go, come on, baby. Yeah. Um, oh, I lied. I have come out to a theme once. I did get to pick a song and I wrestled for um, Rishi. Oh, really? What was it? I came out to Ghost, Missionary Man. Which I don't I probably know. reckon. Yeah, I know Ghost, so I would probably recognize it. But I it's the know one that starts with um, I was born the original sinner. I was born from original sin. Ah, yeah. oh, oh, it's, it's got like a really sort of yeah i don't if anyone's listening ghost missionary man that was my entrance thing for that one show i liked that one that one worked for me um because it's about a guy who thinks he knows everything and has a message for the people and i was like yeah that suits my douchiness uh, and it's got a cool riff to it and it's got like you want to have like the 
five to ten second build up at the beginning don't you to yeah. get people hyped and then you make your entrance i think what you're talking about when you were talking about the generic entrance was when people have like a 30 to one minute build yeah, up and it's really like self no wait wait for it this is gonna be great it's gonna be great and then they walk out and just like i was like who are you right. yeah exactly that's it but you can pull that kind of stuff off if you're you know freaking undertaker or whatever yeah um but as you're if you're a young guy on the indies yeah just don't take nope, up that yeah. extra time. Yeah, like it sounds harsh, but like me and you think this. I mean, it's like no one knows who we are. No one no, cares. Absolutely. When you're at shows at a beginning level, no one cares who you are or what you're doing. They just want to see the good guy win. Mm-hmm. And you could do as much complicated stuff or make self indulgent all you want. But in the end, if the baby face doesn't win, they don't care. <laughs> so, yeah, don't pick a song that has a one minute intro because all you're going to do is annoy the parents who are then going to want to leave early and um, yeah. um so what advice would you give for uh, a young rookie picking their entrance being uh try to be uh as objective as possible yes oh that's exactly what i was going to say like a lot of guys as you say it's self-indulgent like have yeah. their heart set on this entrance theme but it doesn't really suit their character at all you've got to take a step back and say you know okay this is who i am what would i come out to like yeah a lot, a lot like, of small skinny guys coming out to like heavy metal badass music and you know yeah. the guy comes out and he's like 130 pounds soaking wet it doesn't it doesn't flow, yeah. it doesn't match if you're going to be a high flyer you need like a high energy sort of like not we lost breeze uh Oh yeah, the music yeah. Is a perfect example. Yeah, really Yeah, um, yeah. Think about your character first, and um, yeah, it has to suit your character. Like the song I picked, the what's it called? Born this way, I think it was called. I would never listen to that song because it annoys me. Mm. But for my character, of course, he'd pick a song that would annoy people because he wants to annoy people. Um, like I'm sure the hurricane. When he came out to his theme, he was like, man, this is lame. But for the superhero character, he was. Perfect. Yeah. Um, just because a song's good doesn't mean it would make a good wrestling song. Yep. Uh, I sometimes sometimes, sometimes it does, like uh, Enter Sandman. Um, yeah, sometimes awesome it can. Um, but course... I remember, I think, when I was a teenager, I, I really liked Hybrid Theory. And I was Ling- like... Linga Park. Yeah. And I was like, oh... Uh, one step closer that'd be a great that that doesn't make a good entrance theme (laughs) um yeah what about you you got any advice for people trying to pick a song um no as we said just be objective as possible don't have a ridiculous 30 40 second intro um yeah yeah, just make sure it suits your character and um, also the only thing i'd say is don't have like a super like heavy generic because obviously we're wrestling in the bingo halls and the community centers and the acoustics are awful and if you pick up yeah. like a super death metal really fast-paced song it just sounds like noise like you can't mm-hmm. pick out any of the individual notes it needs to sound distinctive and like even if it's on a terrible sound system you need to be able to pick out the the main beats and notes and the riffs um, yeah and i think if you are a baby face then you can get away like 
some people don't want to use the most generic songs like uh oh sorry someone's at my door one second oh, who was it argos no oh. i know oh, yeah. it's a huge package oh man how awesome is it just like getting any parcel it wasn't for me that's from a neighbor oh so i know i was hoping it'd be monica belushi but you know and she is like my uh, older woman, like the perfect oh, uh, yeah. older woman. Oh my goodness! Sorry. Anyway, what were we talking about? Uh, I was going to make the point that if you're going to be a babyface, don't be afraid to pick generic, catchy themes that parents will like, like your ACDCs or your <laughs> uh, I don't know. Um, yeah, like your ACDCs, just something that people can clap along to. Yeah, that's a, uh, that's a good. Part of uh, uh, what makes a good theme, I think, is something that people can sing along to or clap along to, um, like uh, Robbie uh, Bobby Roode's "Glorious." Oh yeah, yep, everybody yep, yep. sings it as he comes in. Uh, yeah. Um, oh, here's it. Uh, don't pick WWE music as well as your music. Do I've do been that? at sh- oh, I've been at shows where people have done that. Yeah, and it's oh. like you. It's weird, especially. I, I can understand that a camp show, it's kind of funny. Like, I think uh, they ribbed someone by making them come out to John Cena's music one time. Oh, yeah, I had that story. Yeah. Yeah. Um... I'd, I'd love that too. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you know, you're not Triple H, don't come out to Triple H's music. But no. Motorhead, fine. You know, you have ACDC's backing back, grand. Uh, the final countdown, that can work. Yeah, everybody knows it. Yeah, um, there's a lot of value in having a, yeah, a recognizable song. Um, yeah, especially if you're on the... white meat baby face, you might as well get something, take something that's going to get a, a cheap pop. Um, if nobody's going to yeah. know who you are, they at least going to know your song and they can sing along to, to sing along to it, clap along to it, stamp their feet, and boom, mm-hmm. you've already got them invested a little bit. Um, and you're, yeah, a cheap pop, but uh, you're trying to get every pop you can, I guess. Was it Harold Thrilligan used to come out to Best Around? You're the best. Around. Yeah, another yep. great one that you know, crowd can sing along to. Yeah, and like, yes, it's generic, and yes, it's dad rock, but you know, you need to, yeah, like the slightest thing that can even just get the parents involved in the show will help a lot. Um, yeah. Love it. Um, so yeah, oh, ooh, worst wrestling themes. That's a really rubbish wrestling theme that the guys come out to. Oh God! I mean, obviously um, we've got loads of generic-sounding themes. Um, I hated of... Bischoff's. Oh, I'm back and better than ever. Loads mm. of people love that one. Um, I'm trying to think. Like a lot of times, they, uh, especially WCW, would use like uh, literally royalty-free entrance music. All songs that were blatant covers of other songs. I remember one. Was it someone used to come out to? A... Uh, smells like teen spirit and i can't remember who it was but oh, it was dp yeah was it oh yeah Ugh. Ugh. Self it was yeah blatantly off i don't know how they got away with some of these uh ripoff covers exactly it, it, what's the word i heard uh, legally different enough i think was something like that have you got any examples of like just bad wrestling news? Because you know, uh, let me um, get through. I don't know if you ever listened to the um, WWE ECW um, 
that point they had Marcus Corvon, who was um, what you call it, uh, Monty Brown in TNA, and he came out to like a I can't even describe it, like a jazz. I mean, the dude was called himself the alpha male, and he came out to a female black singer, uh, like very stereotypical South Southern jazz. Oh my god, I've listened to it now. That's like um. Oh, what's his name? The cat Ernest Miller would come out to. Yeah, it's like yeah. sort of James Brown esque. James Brown esque. It's like supposed to be a big um, powerhouse. Yeah. You're going down. <laughs> Why? Oh God. Completely. I don't, like. I was like, did you even meet the guy before you picked the entrance <laughs> music? He's an absolutely massive beast of a human being, and he calls himself yeah. the alpha male, and he gave him that. Uh, oh, that's not. That's not a good one. Uh, WWE, CW, like Sandman's one I remember was pretty bad. Well, that's the thing. Like, there's no way it's ever going to live up to Enter Sandman. So, whatever they gave him was going to sound very generic and awful. Oh, you know, that was terrible. Rob Van Dam's TNA theme. Oh, Rob Van Dam. The whole damn show. Rob Van Dam. Yeah. Ugh, that was bad as well. Um, oh, of course, we are uh, right to censor. Oh, God. Which is just an annoying siren. It's absolutely... But that, I guess that's what they were going for. So yeah. I guess it kind of worked. Uh, i trying to remember what Sandman's theme was. I'm going to Google it now. I'm... Oh. Oh, the Bella's theme. I hated the Bella's theme. What was the Bella's theme? I I uh, I've blocked it from my memory. I don't know. Is the um, you can look but you can't touch. Ugh. There's some Ugh. songs that are so oh. bad that they're good. Um, Free mode. I hated that. Oh god. Free yeah. mode. <laughs> oh fuck that song. Yeah. Uh. Um. So uh, songs that are so <laughs> so bad they're good. I was gonna say um, William Regal's Man's Man. Oh, yep, yep, he's a man. Hilariously camp and um, enjoyable for all the wrong reasons. Yeah, um, there's a lot like that. Like songs that you'd listen to on headphones, but never out loud. Um, <laughs> what else is there? Uh, <laughs> Billy and Chuck's theme was always catchy. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, Billy Gunn had another one just before... Um, Ass man, Ass man of course, yeah. and also he had uh, when he was the one Billy Gunn had this awful jazz saxophone music. Uh, I don't remember. Yeah. Um, so bad it's good. Let's have a yeah. think. Uh, again, like ones I'm just thinking ones that I I think are like funny, but I would never listen to them in public, like Val Venus. Yes, but oh, that again, you know, suited him so well. Yes, yeah, because it's a wrestling awesome. theme. It's, yeah. it's not, it's not like a radio song or something. No, but it's certainly <laughs> a porn star. So brilliant. Uh, Rikishi's heel music. Oh man, yeah. I'm a bad, bad man. Well, he went from uh, obviously two pools really distinctive uh, music, which everybody loved, and yeah, it just really yeah. kind of like solidified how. Ugh. They dropped the ball on his heel turn. Um, yeah. Disappoint. <laughs> that song just sum, sums up disappointment. Um, yeah. 
Um, oh, X Factor had an awful theme by Uncle Cracker. Um, <laughs> again, then my forelands are so bad, it's good. Yeah. X uh, Factor they, went through like five different themes in like a year, didn't they? Yeah. Like, I got me. everything I ever wanted. And I, that was a good one. I swear I came one of my gym once, just completely <laughs> out of nowhere. And nobody, I was the only person in the gym at the time. I was like, oh, nobody's believe me. This came on. Um, the Mountie, I was going to say, sings his own oh, theme. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. uh, do like a wrestler who sings his own theme, though. Uh, obviously, the most famous one being Shawn Michaels originally sung his uh, mm-hmm. theme for, uh, I believe, Sen- Sensational Ser- Sherry took it over. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they did like a... No, no, no. They did someone before, but then they did a version with Sherry, which was awful, so they got rid of it and brought back the original one. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, i trying to think. I've, I'm, didn't Edge have like a really bad one at one point? Um, yeah, you think you know me, uh, generic one. I wouldn't say it was awful, but it's just no. pretty much the same one you had. Okay. With, uh, Christian. Um, Honky Tonk Man sang his entry music. Oh, yeah, that was a good one, yeah. yeah. Um, um, I think it was like from like um, 98 onwards, they got really good. Like the, the ones from like early 90s were really lame and generic, like Yokozuna's theme and um, apart from Hulk Hogan's, uh... oh, so bad it's good. Man called Sting. Man called he Sting. He does this. He does that. He's as He's quick a as a cat, and he hits him with a patch. <laughs> God damn, that was bad. Yeah. Um, I just say TNA's got some terrible. They did the same thing WCW did, and that they ripped off um, real music, mm-hmm. like Christian's theme, um, which was actually pretty good. Yeah, Christian's theme I liked. Um, but yeah. it was a ripoff of uh, Evanescence, I believe. Yeah, he's using um, it again in AEW, I think. Yeah, it was very, very similar. Um, so sometimes it does, the... does work, ripping off a, a theme. AJ Styles had two. One of them was really good, and the other one was like a rap song. And I don't one know. One of them was a like... ripoff of, uh, I don't want to say, uh, Papa Roach. That sounds about right, but his uh, rap one is not good. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's plenty of awful themes where it gets rolled. But, uh, yeah, that's what makes a bad theme is it doesn't suit you. Or mm-hmm. it's annoying, or it's just hilarious. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, gone. Who had the first entrance theme? I've heard oh, Ric Flair, and I've also heard the Road Warriors. I've also I heard, heard the it was yes, Freebirds. That's well, what I heard. I'm also thinking like surely like boxes used to come out to like wrestling themes. Oh, not wrestling themes, but music. Um. Is wrestling like the first, you know, did it make coming out to music a you know, standard thing? Because obviously boxers and UFC fighters come out to music now, but I assume boxers back in the like in the 60s or 50s or whatever came out yeah, to wonder... some sort of song. But... Who was the first ring walk song? Yeah. Um... If it wasn't the Freebirds, it was definitely 
you know, Ric Flair or the Road Warriors. Yeah. Road Warriors coming out to Iron Man, of course. And Flair yep, coming yep. out to that timeless, uh, what do you call it, uh, Moon Landing song. Space yep, Odyssey yep. song. Can't Space remember. Odyssey, yeah. Yeah. Um, like I've always thought it was Freebirds, but I could be wrong. Um, yeah, it's hard to imagine wrestling without that, though. Like, just coming out to silence. They, yeah, they've that... done it a few times uh, in modern day where wrestlers would come out to silence. Most recently, uh, Tommaso Ciampa used to come out to just nothing but booze, um, which would kind of, yeah. kind of suit his character after he turned on uh, old Johnny Wrestling. Um, yeah, he would come out for a while just out to nothing, and it was great because people Didn't... just despised him that much. Like, the booze almost became his music. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Um, um, then he also got a banger of a, a theme tune as well, which is one of my favourite most recent ones. Um, no One Will Survive, which uh, sounds like Taz's music at the start. The, yeah. The heartbeat going on the heart rate monitor, dropping out. Nice. And then, oh, yeah, it's so good. Taz had a great theme as well. He, he did have a great theme. Nee, 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 nee. Yeah. That's also an, a thing that makes a good wrestling theme. You, you can hum it or just like do a couple bars and everyone bars, will go, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah like, if you just go, nee, nee, nee. Like, um, there was a running gag at the wrestling school where people would do the Jushin Thunder Liger beginning, the na 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 and everyone would join in because it's so catchy. Or the Mad Kurt theme because it's so catchy, which I'm not going to hum because I won't be able to get out of my head if I do. It's like Baby Shark. It is the baby shark of wrestling. It's an earworm, yeah. Despise them. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, one other thing I was going to ask is not so much uh, wrestler entrance themes, but pay-per-views used to have their own music. Um, I don't know if you remember, like, uh, No Mercy oh, yeah. used to have a Jim Johnson produced one, which is absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's another one. Armageddon, I think, had uh, its own... Well, the most infamous one is WrestleMania 17, right? Oh, Limp Biscuit. My way, yeah. Yeah. Um, I literally can't hear that song without like hearing Jim Ross's uh, you know, the high pop <laughs> video before the main yeah. event, him talking about the rock and Steve Austin. And whenever that song plays in my head, I put you know Jim Ross's commentary over the top <laughs> of it. It's been that ingrained in me. I've watched it so many times. That yeah. must have been what inspired like the countless YouTube fan covers of stuff, like the compilations. Yeah, I love it. I love a good compilation yeah. video or a tribute video with yeah. music over the top. Oh. Um, um, was... first... oh, one of the first ones I remember was Bodies by Drowning Pool. Oh, for the invasion, of course, that was your first uh, oh, pay per view you listened to. So perfect. Yeah, I, perfect. again, another song that I wouldn't ever be able to listen to without associating it with uh, either the invasion or they also brought it back for uh, the ECW One Night Stand pay-per-view. Uh-huh. I don't yeah. know why, because it was like 10 years old at that point. But I guess it probably had like a long-term deal on it or could get it cheap because it hadn't been in the charts in so long. Yeah, well, that's a good, that's a good uh, thing to talk about. Is, what do you think is the most expensive song that <laughs> shelled out for, like existing song? Oh God! Um, I was just thinking it probably would have to be Voodoo Child for Hulk yes. Hogan. Yeah, um, 
I'm trying to think what would have been like a new because it tends to be when it's new. So if it was something like Older Bridges Metalingus was like three years old at the time, so they could have got that on the cheap because it wasn't a single either. They've had it for so long as well. Do they have to pay like new royalties every year? Depends on the type of deal you're paying for. Like you can pay for a long term. Um, it's it's the kind of thing that screwed over the Tony Hawk games was they paid for a short term deal. Uh, and so when they remade it, they can. Yeah, they had to remake the deals. Um, so yeah, when it's not a single like that or this fire burns or something, you know, you can get away with that kind of thing. But mm. Voodoo Child is an iconic song, and that's yeah. Jimi Hendrix. But can't believe they got managed to get that. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, but then you'd be doing it from the estate, so that might have been cheaper than actually speaking to the artist. Mm, Imagine maybe a Motorhead. No, because then he's mates with Triple H, and I got it on the cheap. Um. Most expensive theme. That's a good one. I mean, uh, obviously, Sandman had into Sandman for one night stand, but that was only for that one night, and they yeah. dumped it over on obviously the network versions of the DVD re-releases. So um, they've done that with a few. Like um, Triple H came out to Metallica a few mm-hmm. times at WrestleMania, and I think they've gone back and dubbed it over because obviously they only pay for it for one night, and they're like, "Yeah, screw you." Yeah. I feel like WCW might have paid a lot for Metallica as well because they used uh, Seek and Destroy, was it? Well, did they use the actual Seek and Destroy? I thought they did a rubbish rip-off version. But if, yeah. Could be wrong. That would but... cost them a fortune. Yeah. Um... I'm sure they used a lot of Kiss music as well because they actually had a wrestler called the Kiss, yes. Kiss Demon, of course. So, uh... Yeah. Yeah. Um... I think. Imagine Cult of Personality probably wasn't expensive because that was like a 90s song and that wasn't in the yeah. charts and it made it in the charts. It's quite niche as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have no idea what the most expensive wrestling song could be. But um maybe that Kiss one, I'm thinking, because it's Kiss and Gene Simmons and they're notorious for that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and WCW were throwing money around at the time, so that could have been it. Um, if you're going to ask me to just ran like pick one to guess, that would be it. But yeah, it can be a pricey, pricey business. Uh, wrestling themes. Yeah, well, licensing things in general. As someone who has to license images for work and things, contracting them is a bitch. nightmare. Yeah, yeah. Um, the themes now are still good. Uh, it's weird, like sometimes NXT will use like. You Slipknot before? Or... Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Is they use Slipknot once? Um... But they use quite out there song, uh, songs as well. Uh, they use Baby Metal. Yeah, you know, yep. it's freaking awesome. Um, but you wouldn't, you know, it's not like a, a mainstream band. So they go for kind of like little underground bands sometimes. Yeah, I remember AEW used a country song for the Cody Dusty feud. Really? That was a great song. Yeah, it was oh, called. I, I think it's called Your Shoes or something. It suits them great. being, you know, the Rhodes brothers from the South. And yeah, yeah. From the South, so country would definitely suit them. Um, That's another great theme tune is Gold Dust's uh, theme tune. Oh, Shattered Dreams. Yeah. Yeah, suiting yeah, perfectly. Um, we're just gonna be sat here like naming like awesome <laughs> Oh, how could we forget Jillian from SmackDown, her Christmas album? 
Oh, yeah. We, well, we can. That's a whole thing in itself is wrestlers who have made albums. Um, that too, yeah. Obviously, hers was that? a parody. Yeah. Hilarious. Have you bad. heard it? I've only heard her entrance theme. She has a full Christmas. I know. Uh, I know you want me or something. Uh, but it's cool. They went to the extent to get her, you know, character over that they would actually produce an awful sounding album. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Means they had, you know, oh some some faith and oomph behind her that she was going to be a star. Um, that they're willing to put Jingle that much effort Jillian, it's called. <laughs> it is a seven-track EP. Oh, my God. It made it to the album charts in the UK. I hate this country. <laughs> well, Fandango's music almost made it into the... Uh... It was in the iTunes chart. Yeah, it was in the iTunes chart, and it almost made it into the top 50. Uh... They almost had to play it on the radio when they used to do the top 50 uh, UK... The album reached number 20 in the holiday charts, but then it quickly dropped off. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, wait. It got re-released in 2010 to add two more songs. Oh, my God. Um, Who else had albums? Uh, John Cena had his rap album. Yeah. Uh, Um, The album was called, without hyperbole, the greatest Christmas album (laughs) Of history, ah, <laughs> uh, um, yeah, they had an album. Uh, Bad Street USA was a, uh, um, was that Freebird? Yes. I know it was one. Yes, it was. Yeah. yeah, 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 it was. Um, yeah, wrestlers that had out like Chris Jericho, clearly. Our uh, truth. Mm-hmm. 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 Or loves loves his rapping. Um, I want to say Macho Man also for our album. He had he released a rap album. Right. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if Hulk Hogan did one as well because he's oh, he a bassist. Yeah, oh, he, the, I was going to straight up and say it, the lie he used to tell was that um, he got the offer to play bass for Metallica but turned to <laughs> I hope that's true. I don't think it's true, but I hope it's true. Yeah, Hulk Hogan says a lot of things. Um, it's, uh, I do not believe them. Yeah, he's the kind of person where I imagine a biography of his would be great, but an autobiography, not so much. Oh, that's another topic. Have we done wrestlers' books yet? No, oh, but we certainly have to at some point. Yeah. Um, cool. Um, Jerry the King Lawler has an album. Called Jerry Lawler sings. I don't want to hear him talk. Let alone sing. Terry Funk has an album called The Great Texan. I can imagine that. Pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Much a man's album. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Was it called Be a Man? Oh, Lita, obviously. Oh, she she plays a band. Well, a few wrestlers play a band. Uh, I know Alex Shelley has his own band. Uh, Butcher and. um... Oh, what's her name? The ring announcer. Um... Gillian Hall. Not Jenny Hall. Uh, Ju- oh. Female ring announcer. Ju- Ju- Julie. But she's done like country albums. Lillian Garcia. Oh. Garcia. Lillian Garcia. Yeah. Mickey James Lillian, has an album. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she did uh, a bit of country, country. as well. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, see a lot of yeah, there's a lot of crossover. Um, yeah. There you go, people. You've learned a lot today, and we're sorry you're gonna have to make a lot of playlists on Spotify. Yes, but um anybody listening to this, please let us know. Um any obscure or awesome wrestling songs that um Yeah, tag us in Twitter. Yeah, so I always like um, listening to new new stuff. Um I don't know about you, but like a good portion of the music I listen to at the gym is wrestling music. It does get you super hyped up, so I'm always on the lookout for more <laughs> more music that gets me hyped up. Um, yeah, please, yeah, send us stuff. Yeah. Uh, Nita Strauss, who did that Shinsuke Nakamura theme, she has a workout playlist that's pretty damn good. Is it all similar to? It's Nakamura's all like music. No, but it's all like rock and metal songs that are like pretty you know, get you pumped up kind of stuff. Is she a singer as well as a guitarist? No, she's just a guitarist. She's a guitarist. For, she used to be in an Iron Maiden cover band called the Iron Maidens, and now she's Alice Cooper's guitarist. You know what? That reminds me. Um, something that they haven't taken advantage of, but I think would be a great idea, is, uh, you know, there's hundreds and hundreds of cover bands. Yes. And obviously, you know, you can't pay for a band's royalty music um why, why not get like a cover band to make original music so it sounds like uh they did it with uh jack swagger's theme oh the machine rages on yeah and it sounded <laughs> just like rage against the machine yeah but obviously it was an original song by a cover band so well that was like that wcw-esque thing wasn't it yeah but it, instead of it being like a, a rip-off it actually sounded quite good because they're yeah 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 making a song for Jack Swagger so they made the lyrics you know tailored to him rather than a, a direct ripoff of, a, of an original song so, yeah true you know, I don't know why uh, promotions didn't take advantage of that and get some cover bands in that are you know sound just like distinctively real bands and then have them make you know bands especially for their wrestlers I think that'd be a yeah missed opportunity I, yep I agree Cool. Right. Well, that's been a, a fun episode. Um, anything yeah, else the meeting wanna... hasn't timed out this time, which is a yeah. So we yeah, we start gonna... for a pee break. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. yeah, that's been. Yeah, we've got things in the pipeline for future episodes, though, haven't we? We've so... got so many things. Um, yeah, it's just finding time. So many guests. So many topics we've got to go over um we're not going to run out anytime soon yeah so um if you are enjoying them if you subscribe you won't miss them so yeah oh and yeah if you find any decent wrestling themes that we might have missed uh tag us in them on twitter yes and just share around this uh podcast episode wherever you can we're always trying to get more listeners on so uh... yeah um i'm just trying to find our twitter handles so people can tweet at us mine is at us Benjamin Black PW on Twitter and Instagram. I am the Aiden Taylor on Twitter and my Instagram. I don't remember because I haven't been on it in a while, but the Aiden Taylor. Cool. And that's been another episode of Getting Scraps With. Take care, Matt, and uh, speak to you soon. You too. Take care.